This is Human to Human, and I'm your host, Caitlin Walker. So welcome today for episode four, and today is going to be a a short episode, but I wanted to get something out um, to you guys, to to us all here. I was having a conversation with a dear friend, an amazing spiritual healer, igniter in her in her right. And we were talking about COVID and we were talking about the pandemic and that now we're what four or five months into quarantine with some more answers and still so many questions. And it seems like each day um, something new comes through. <laughs> uh, and or contrary information to what we thought or thought we knew before. And um, living in an ever-changing world and things are continuing to still break open. And we were specifically talking about schools resuming. And I know a lot of friends and people in my close and external spheres are really debating Um, And having to sit with what is the right decision for me and my kids, honoring the health precautions as well as the social development piece, and wanting to um, move forward in the best way possible, and for many people are still working full-time. And so how do I navigate having kids at home in part for online learning or, and or how do I help them facilitate through these different changes? And um, I've heard varying, varying responses on that. And some of, some of which are, I'm keeping my kids home and I'm going to homeschool. And I am sending my kids to school and I just need them to be in person because I have a full-time job and I need something to resume to normalcy. Or my kids are being impacted in their social development and I'm worried about it. How do I navigate all of this terrain, especially given that every week something new seems to come forward? And so what do I do with all of this? And, and so I was talking with my friend and uh, she was sharing how uh, she'd gotten some feedback from from her friends and and mother's group that people were wanting to go back to full, uh, school full bore and have their kids achieve and push them to get straight A's and to get things going and um, reprioritize. It's like I've had a few months of COVID time. Now it's time to get back into the nitty gritty of life. And she was sharing this experience and, and I sat there for a moment and just kind of and listened and let it integrate down into my body. And I noticed, man, my heart ached. My heart ached for these kids and for their parents. And I can understand how maybe they're wanting some normalcy and structure back into life because this, this flow, this ambiguity, this uncertainty, this ongoing global trauma is so hard to sit with. And so maybe that's a way of trying to grasp control or create some kind of containment because otherwise it feels like too much. 
and this is without judgment. And we all are going to have varying degrees and needs of containment and boundaries right now and normalcy and structure, right? Some of us need more structure to feel more settled. And some people feel (laughs) more activated with more structure. And so it looks different for each of us. So I honor that. And uh, so in this conversation, it was a lighthearted conversation, even though we were talking about these deep issues. And I just wondered, what if parents just took the next six months or year and just framed it as a gap year? Like in the grand scheme of things, if we zoom out, what if for the next six months we just allowed the fact that there's a global fucking pandemic to be present and to adjust our expectations accordingly? What if? What if instead of emphasizing productivity and structure, we took the lessons from this pandemic around slowing down in this push towards reconnection and connectivity? What if we reprioritize that? As uncomfortable as that may be for some of us. <sighs> maybe in your body you feel a letdown, or maybe in your body you feel it tighten up at that thought. And the reality is, is this global pandemic is not going anywhere anytime soon. It's here. And so rather than trying to push it away and pretend like it no longer is on the forefront, what if we acknowledged and honored that it is still very much in front of us and is fucking hard? And what do we need to do in response to it to feel more ease? And maybe that's creating uh, an understanding or a different timeline for expectations and seeing this as a gap year. So rather than push our kids to achieve and to finish third grade or seventh grade in a normal, quote, fashion, even though it's going to be online learning or part online, part in school, the disruption of COVID is going to be present regardless. And so what if instead of focusing on productivity, what if we instead focused on connectivity and helping our kids deal with the tools to maneuver through a global crisis in the next year or six months and give them the tools, mind, body, and soul for how to move through really stressful times and how might that set them up for success in the future. So what if this next year was a gap year, so to speak, in terms of the traditional education and learning that we have in our Western culture? And what if this gap year focused on connectivity and developing resiliency within our kids and how to manage stressful situations and big emotions? 
And then in a couple of years, once things start to normalize, then our kids have the tools to navigate really stressful situations. Fuck, our kids have the tools to navigate through a global crisis. How might that set them up for success in the future? How might that set them up for success in transitioning to college or uh, trade school or a career? And in my humble opinion, if we keep putting the blinders on and pushing forward when the world and the lessons that this pandemic is bringing forth is saying contrary, we are doing our kids a disservice. And so how could we provide more normalcy? How can we still attend to the emotional needs in the present moment experience that our kids are having as well as us? How can we model as parents, as adults, how to deal with really hard things and show our kids, teach our kids how to do that? Can you imagine a generation of adults that are equipped with tools for emotional regulation, physiological regulation, and communication skills when things get really hard? Man, that sounds like a great combo. And if they took an extra year to graduate high school, I don't give a shit. Really. Because whether someone took a gap year in, in middle school or in high school or in between high school and college or a trade school or whatever they decide to do with their life, in the grand scheme of things... What does that matter? What's important? And so for those of us who want to push forward ahead, and believe you me, I have that impulse. I get that in my body, in my brain. I notice that impulse to want to return to normalcy right now. And that's the old pattern. We are being asked to create a new pattern of being in this world that's more connected in relationship to ourselves, to the environment, to our family, to our friends, to human beings in general. We are being asked to wake up out of the trance of pushing and uh, maneuvering through in a masculine way, and we're being asked to be mindful and to wake up. We're being confronted. It's like the whole, it's like COVID was the emergency brake in the car. And we are going down probably 85, 90 miles an hour, let's be honest, at least in California and the Bay Area, right? Normal day. We're going 85 miles an hour down the freeway. And all of a sudden, COVID was like pulling that emergency brake lever. You would have to have an older car to have one of these. Now they're more like fancy, but the the old school pull up and all of a sudden life came crashing to a halt. And now we're on the freeway. We have the smell of burnt rubber around us. Our car is stalled and we are being forced to sit with what is true in our lives. And rather than go to pull the covers back over our eyes, or disengage the emergency brake and try to speed ahead, what if we just sat in it? 
What if we chose to reevaluate and look at what is working in our lives and what do we need to change for ourselves as well as for our family and for our kids? And how amazing would it be for our kids to see us taking stock and being mindful and finding choice in situations that feel out of control? In a mindful way rather than a reactive way. Man. What if we showed our kids compassion and presence and emotional vulnerability to say, yeah, these are really weird times and it's hard. And this is how we deal with hard things. We breathe in our bellies. We take conscious pauses and we get the wiggles in our body and we wiggle it out. We shake it out. We take off our shoes and we take 10 minutes to go walk and feel the warmth of the earth beneath our feet. When we start to feel like we're going too far in the sky and things feel overwhelming. Right? Rather than run from big emotions and big decisions, we model and we talk about how to be with and process through. And if you're listening and saying, yeah, that sounds great in theory, Caitlin, but how the fuck do I do that? That's a really great place to be. To even notice that maybe you don't have the skills or enough skills to be able to do that. And congratulations, you slowed down enough to even notice that. And without judgment or criticism, it's like noticing that. And then what do you want to do with that? Maybe it would be helpful to meet with a therapist or a coach to get skills. And maybe you're like me and you go on a healing journey to develop some skills as an adult that you didn't have as a kid. It's never too late to heal. And it's a courageous endeavor at any point in our lives that we choose to pause and to do that inner work. And that's one of the opportunities that COVID is really presenting all of us. And we're not able to escape it in the ways that we used to before. Literally, energetically, emotionally, metaphorically, right? We are sheltering in place with ourselves on all of the levels and with our family. And it's in front of our faces. And so rather than spending all that energy trying to push it away, what if you used less energy to begin to process through what's in front of you? What if you too held the intention around having a gap 
year or a gap six months or a gap five months through 2020? Could you bring mindfulness and compassion to yourself as well as your family and kids? And what might that look like? How might that feel inside? And as I'm talking, you might even check out what do you notice happening inside as you hear me talk? Is there any part of you that settles down? Is there any part of you that relaxes even an inkling? If so, pay attention. Our bodies and our symptoms are signs for us around what's out of alignment and what is in alignment. Our mind will trick us all day long, but our bodies cannot lie. And they can be a wonderful ally for able to connect in. And so consider a gap year. Consider resetting expectations and choosing to meet the opportunity that's coming forward with COVID. As uncomfortable as it is, I was working. Um, I was working with someone the other day, and he, she, they said uh, we're talking about new patterns versus old. As, as that tends to be a focus of my work with clients and uh, rewiring things for more health. And what came forward was getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? Learning to be with what is. Practicing presence, right? Creating enough space for it all to exist. My favorite word, and. This is true, and this is true. Expanding the playing field so that way there's more room for more possibility. Things feel less tight and tense when that happens. And so as you're sitting with (laughs) these big life decisions, and I don't make light of them around school for your kids, about maybe your work, about, oh my God, the next few months of transition and how do I navigate in roles and boundaries, I invite you to pause and look in and perhaps consider Adjusting your expectations in your mindset. Maybe connection over productivity. Is there a way that you can be with what's true a little more easefully and not have to spend so much time pushing away what's uncomfortable? Because in my experience, it takes twice as much energy to manage something or push something away than it actually does to be with it or to tend to it. And I know for me, I could sure use as much space and energy as I can cultivate right now with how much chaos and uncertainty there is in the world. And so rather than trying to create or manage the external chaos, shift and focus on the internal chaos. Because that's the piece that you can control. That's where you have choice and empowerment and accountability. 
And maybe you hold a mantra for the next year, six months, five months. And it's one that um, that actually comes from my mom. I'll do a shout out for my mom. Um, it's the good for now. Or if you like acronyms, it's the GFN. And so rather than the perfection or the striving or the productivity that maybe you have focused on before, maybe you can adjust your expectations to good for now. Instead of productivity, can you shift to cultivating more connectivity and presence and teach yourself, teach your kids how to deal with hard things? Because guess what? It's not going to go away. COVID or otherwise, life is hard. There are hard things. So if we could teach our kids in the next generation how to address those pieces, we're going to be way better off, and so are they. And I would love to hear from you around what this brings up. Are there places that get stuck? Are there pieces that feel hard about this? If so, what are they? And begin to notice for yourself. And then when you notice the places that are hard or the places that get sticky, then you can then bring in support to those places. And if you're listening and you're feeling like you are ready and want some help, or you know of friends or friends of friends or coworkers who are struggling that might um, be helped with getting more support to develop the tools uh, for mindfulness and regulation and, and dealing with big emotions and, and body sensations of being in a ongoing global crisis and trauma. Either do a Google search or reach out to me. I, uh, part of my business is referrals if I'm not a good fit. There's no, we don't have to suffer alone. And that's really a piece that I want to keep weaving in to these, these episodes is we're not alone. We may feel like it. We might have learned that we are. And the truth is, is that we're not. And I know that I no longer want to choose to suffer in silence or alone. That there's incredible healing in relationship. And there are abundant resources available if we choose. The good for now mantra, choosing connectivity over productivity for now, considering a gap year or a gap six months, and how might life feel and look different for you? If this was helpful, and you haven't already, I would love and be honored if you clicked subscribe. 
if you want to wrestle and talk about some of these pieces more in depth, reach out to me. Or I don't know if there's a place to comment. I don't, I'm still I'm still learning this piece. So if there's a place to comment, great comment below. Um, my website is caitlinwalker.com, so you can reach out to me there. Otherwise, I wish you well. And I hope that you're able to, as, as among all of the stressors and uncomfortability that this is bringing up, I hope that you're also able to find some peace. And maybe in meeting the opportunity to shift from productivity to connection, you also can feel maybe some hope or peace or love that maybe you didn't even know you were missing before. Thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to our next conversations, our continued conversations. And as always, keep on loving.